Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about Bo is Afraid. Uh, this was a movie directed by Ari Aster, and it stars Joaquin Phoenix, and I have no idea how to describe this film. This is like going down the rabbit hole of somebody who seriously suffers from some type of mental illness, or is just paranoid beyond recognition. Um, Joaquin Phoenix is a phenomenal actor. I really think he is. And um, I just think a lot of people... The movie came out in early 2023, like in April, I think it was, and and it got... It got a lot of buzz um, because it's an A24 film, obviously. And then um, it's an A24 film. It's directed by Ari Aster, who already did uh, Hereditary and Midsummer and things like that. And then you got an actor like Joaquin Phoenix into the mix who this movie kind of goes down this unbelievable rabbit hole because you're not sure if this is a comedy, if this is a horror movie, if this is a tragedy, or if this is just a surreal, like, mind-bending type film. The movie is... There's a lot of people in this film who kind of come and go throughout this entire film. You have people like Patti LuPone, Nathan Lane, Amy Ryan, Kylie Rogers... Uh, Michael Gandolfini and uh, Richard Kind, but you know they don't really serve that much of a purpose throughout this film. Walking Phoenix, on the other hand, gives probably one of the best performances since Joker about this. Like, I'm this movie is com- is going to be heavily compared to Joker because in in the movie Joker, you know he you're you're following this man's slow downward spiral into utter madness. And everything like that. This movie is you're you are already inside the mind of a man who is mentally ill. Well, to be honest, you don't know if he's ill. You don't know if he's been mentally abused, physically abused. You don't know if he's suffering from a mental illness or some type of. Um, you don't know that you know something is off about him, and you don't really understand why until the very end of the movie. Now. Visually, this is this is a this is a movie that just kind of throws you the movie. I've used this term before when I describe movies that are kind of hard to keep up with, or they or they feel discombobulated or something like that. But this movie throws you for a loop. But I think it does that on purpose because not only is the main character. Uh, thrown off or the main character is on edge or unhinged so is the audience it's like we're going down this rabbit hole that we do not that we don't know if we're going down the rabbit hole or if we're already in wonderland like we don't know where the parameters of this film go you know we're just along for the ride and walking phoenix it's like you're in this you're in the mind of a sociopath it's really weird very, very intriguing at points, very dramatic at points. There are the moments of sincerity. There are the moments of tragedy. There are the moments of, you know, 
comedy. There are some other moments that, you know, then there's a bunch, there's a scene where Joaquin Phoenix goes into the attic that comes out of fucking nowhere. And I was, I, it terrified me for like a split second. And then I was just like, oh my God, this is just, this is hard to watch. It really is. This movie is almost three hours long and with no explanation and no real sense of purpose or, or, or any type of real type of storytelling. Like, they go for a more abstract visual storytelling that Ari Aster's been known to do. But by the time we kind of get a grasp on what we're actually doing, the movie is in its final stages. You know, we're already in Act 3 towards the end. You know, we're at the two-minute warning, and then it starts to make sense. It, but then again, like like I said, the movie's three hours, and you know, people might either turn it off or, you know, not even care about it anymore, you know, having watched it, because, like I said, this movie is, it's, it is a, it has a very, very slow build in the beginning, but it, it, once the movie grabs you, it does not let go, even when the movie's over, it's just like, what, you're not going anywhere, like, what the fuck, you know, this is just, you you would think that, you know, Joaquin Phoenix's character throughout this film is just going through something. And you kind of, you don't know if he's going through something from now or if he's going through something from, like, you know, that he, he he's, he's got an undisclosed diagnosis and you don't know what's wrong with him. But the one thing I will say about this film, other than the fact that it's got a great... You have a phenomenal performance from Joaquin Phoenix. Like I said, he's a he's a great actor. You got a great, uh, you got a great visual storytelling, um, movie with this film in general. And I think Ari Aster has been known to do something like that. Like a lot of people didn't like Midsummer. I wasn't a fan of Hereditary, but I think what made that film great was the performance from Tony Collette. What made Midsummer okay was the performance from Florence Pugh. What makes Bo, af Bo is Afraid really well is the performance from Joaquin Phoenix. So he's doing something right. But I'm not sure what that is because the movie, you, you're lost like 80% of this film. You have no idea where this is going. You have no idea what's really going on. It's almost like almost like the Big Lebowski. You know, it's just one, one up, you know, asinine just, weird out of left field moments after another after another that all kind of ties in at the end and i like i said that's another movie that i didn't really um under fully understand until years later but um it does have a lot of earmarks of joker does have a lot of earmarks of you know the big lebowski and everything like that but i i understand why this movie failed at the box office because one it's almost three hours long and two if this movie you know doesn't really doesn't really you know keep your interest or stay on course in the first maybe 30 minutes to an hour the audience loses interest and loses interest and once they lose interest, they're not going to give a shit about this movie. You know, they're not going to pay attention. They're just going to either change it, turn it off, not off, or do whatever. And, you know, this movie, while this movie is a bit of a slow burn, like I said earlier, once it grabs you, it does not let go. You know, once if you're following it carefully, if you're following it correctly, you can see the enjoyment and the masterful uh, performance from Joaquin Phoenix really, really kind of, 
you know, places you, it's an unhinged performance that is, you know, the Joker was a great performance, you know, he had won him an Academy Award, but, you know, Joaquin Phoenix is now, you know, going into the award season without a, um, without a nomination. He was nominated for the Golden Globe, but didn't get the Oscar nomination. And this film's going to fly under the radar just for those two points alone. One, it being too long, and two, it being very confusing. You know, if, if it's too confusing uh, for the audience, they're not going to really give a shit about it. And the fact that it's three hours long, it's just, that's probably why this movie uh, failed at the box office because it couldn't, it wasn't going to be able to hold the um, vast majority's audience attention for that long because once it throws you a curveball, you know, there are those people who are going to dismiss it. It's just a guy going crazy or this guy just being, you know, weird for no reason and everything like that. Like he's almost got like a Patrick Bateman quality to him. You know, he makes up these fantasies in his head and you don't know whether or not, you know, he's crazy or going crazy in a sense. But, you know, like I said, the best thing I can say about this film is that with Ari Aster's, you know, filming with writing and directing and the masterful acting of Joaquin Phoenix, you got a pretty interesting film. You know, it's very hard for me to really, really pinpoint where the movie kind of picks up because, you know, it picks up once or twice in the first act. And then, you know, by the second act, it gets weirder. By the third act, it's like, oh, okay, it's starting to make sense just a little bit. But, you know, like I said, you have to pay attention. You got to follow the movie and everything like that. Otherwise, you're just going to be left, you know, hanging by the sideways or just you can get, get up or change the TV or whatever the case may be. But, Bo is Afraid is a great film in and of itself. I wish I would have seen it in the theater when it came out, but I didn't really start hearing about the buzz about it until it stopped. It's until it started its underperformance at the box office, and then it became available on Prime Video for like maybe a day or two because it was free one day, and then the next day it was like you know rent or buy for X amount of dollars. But you know this was a pretty good film. If you're a fan of Ari Aster or a fan of Joaquin Phoenix, I highly recommend this one. So you know. Uh, definitely check it out on Prime Video or wherever you get your movies from. So, But anyways, guys, that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you like the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you get your podcasts from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21. Um, let me know what you guys thought about Bo is Afraid. Is it weirder than Joker? Is it weirder than Hereditary? Is it weirder than uh, Midsummer? Whatever the case may be, let me know. Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21. Um, be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. Uh, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Madam Web comes out this weekend. So um, there is going to be something to behold. Um, you know, this coming weekend, you know, we still got a bunch of episodes to do and record and edit and everything like that. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. And of course, as always, be sure to embrace your inner madness.